Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. What is up, my favorite home fry? Here is the deal. Okay, I am coming in a little bit hot. That's a lie. Not a little bit. I'm coming in pretty freaking spicy today, okay? Because I woke up with some spice in my step and I was in a situation where I needed to call myself out on my own shit. So that's exactly what I'm going to do for you today. Before we even get started, I'm going to give you a little disclaimer. If you are not in a headspace or a situation or a mindset where you are ready to be challenged... This episode today is not for you. What I need you to do right now is press pause and go over to another episode of the Kind Mind Project and find yourself a better place where I can serve you, okay? Because I want to come out right out the gate and let you know that today is going to be a little bit more blunt. Today is going to be a little bit more honest, and I want to make sure that you are ready for it. So if you are up for the challenge, today's episode is for you. If you need a gentler approach, please go to the other 97 episodes of the Kind Mind Project and find yourself a place where I can be in your passenger seat in a helpful way. Okay? Are the people ready for a challenge still with me? All right. Here's the deal. Today, I am bringing you eight different questions that are really going to help you start to call yourself out on your own shit. Okay, so I'm just going to jump into it. Number one, question number one, is that really how it went or just how you want to remember it? I'll say it again. Is that really how it went or just how you want to remember it? That situation, that encounter, that breakup, that job interview, is that really how it went or is that how you're choosing to remember that encounter? Listen, we do this for a reason. We do this for a reason. We remember certain things in certain ways to keep ourselves safe, to keep ourselves comfortable, and to keep ourselves happy, right? So is that really how that went down or just how you're choosing to remember it for your own comfort? That's number one. Number two, how are your insecurities affecting the way that you're viewing the situation? How are your insecurities pulling up a chair at the table and saying, hey, my insecurities are going to chat through this situation for you so you're not doing it consciously? How are your insecurities affecting the situation? Maybe in ways that you didn't even think of before, but they're playing a role here. So call yourself out on that too. How are your insecurities affecting the way that you view the situation? Those two first questions really play together very nicely. Our insecurities sometimes affect the way that we remember a situation or the way that we perceive an encounter. So right out the gate, 
These questions are going to play off of each other. These questions are going to build your self-awareness, but they're also going to get really uncomfortable. So let's keep going. Number three, what parts of yourself do you see in the person that you're criticizing? I think we can all immediately think of a person that we often criticize. We do it. We're human beings. We do it. Who is that for you? What parts of yourself do you see in them? Because I can guarantee that that's going to pull your empathy back into the room. That's also going to pull your oh shit muscle back into the room, right? There's a reason that you criticize this person because you so frequently criticize yourself. You're so used to criticizing yourself. So what parts of you do you see in that person? At what point are you able to look at their parts and your parts and say, oh, they're similar, Oh, look at that common humanity between the two of us. I'm so busy criticizing you that I am pulling the focus off of myself, right? It's more comfortable to criticize you rather than to take my own accountability and my own part of the puzzle. That brings us to number four. Are you more concerned with being right or evolving as a person? Are you more concerned about having the last word or being able to reach the end of a conversation and say, yep, I was right, rather than evolving as a human being, rather than exiting the situation a stronger and more informed and more focused woman? What's the answer for you there? More focused on being right or more focused on evolving? Really ask yourself, which one even matters more there? Does it matter more that you're right, my friend, or that you've evolved, that you're growing, that you're changing? Because you, pressing play on something like this, tells me which one matters more, or which one should matter more. So number five, what blame have you been placing on someone else that you can take some accountability for? Where have you been passing the buck? Where have you been putting it over on someone else when actually you played a part in it? When actually there's something for you to hold in regards to blame? Because listen, I know that you have countless times, countless times, taken blame in places that that weren't warranted, right? You've taken the blame in situations where you didn't deserve to. I know you well enough to know that. But I also know that you're a human being just like I am. And I also know that there have been situations where you put that blame on someone else because it was easier. So what blame have you been placing on someone else that you can actually take some accountability for? There's our first five. If you feel like you have just been slammed with accountability, that's on purpose. If you feel really uncomfortable with all of the reflection that these questions are evoking, you're doing this right. So let's keep going. Number six, what hard conversation have you been avoiding with yourself? I'm serious. What hard conversation have you been avoiding having with yourself? Again, I will say it until the cows come home. We do this for a reason. Every behavior that we engage in has a purpose. And this one is to keep us safe. 
This one is to keep us comfortable. Okay, so what have we been avoiding talking about with ourselves? Maybe a better question is, what uncomfortable conversations have you been avoiding with someone else? What ways have you been trying to stay comfortable, but really it's been hindering your growth? In other words, what uncomfortable conversation do you need to have? Number seven is where it gets even more difficult, where I'm going to ask you to be even more honest. And to be honest, friend, you don't need to tell me the answer to this question. You don't need to tell anyone else, but you do need to tell yourself. Number seven, what is your most toxic trait that you can admit to? Notice how I say that you can honestly admit to. Listen, friend, I firmly believe that all of us have some toxicity to us, right? We're human beings. All of us have some form of toxic in us. And that doesn't make us wrong. That doesn't make us bad. That makes us human. But that's also something that we need to honestly call ourselves out on. I can guarantee that there's been more than one occasion where you've looked at it and you've said, hmm, I didn't like how I acted there. I didn't like how I treated that person. I didn't like how I responded, right? That's those moments of toxicity. What are those for you? What toxic trait can you honestly admit to? Again, you don't need to tell me. You don't need to tell your partner. You don't need to tell anyone. But I need you to know what it is because that influences everything. That influences the role that your insecurities play in your view of the world. That influences the part of yourself that you see in someone else that you've been criticizing, right? That influences the way that you take accountability and the conversations that you avoid. That influences your need to be right or your need to evolve. What is your most toxic trait that you can admit to? Be honest in that. And that brings us to number eight. The final question I have for you today. This one, I think, is a little bit more difficult to answer, mostly because I can't tell you what the answer is. But hopefully, with the reflection of these last seven questions, you're able to find the answer to this one. Number eight. Is your ego getting in the way of your healing? What I mean by that is, is your need to be a little egotistical getting in the way of your healing? If you've been listening to the Kind Mind Project for a while, you know that we all have healing to do. We all have something that needs to be let go of. We all have something that needs to be healed from. That's the human experience. But our ego can sometimes get in the way. If you find yourself sitting here saying, you know what, no, I just need to push through. I don't need to address that stuff. I just need to sweep it under the rug and I I can make it on that way. That's your ego talking. That's your ego stopping you from genuine healing. That's your ego stopping you from genuine growth. So if you struggled to answer those first seven questions, I think that we might have our answer. I also want to reiterate to you that this whole idea of calling ourselves out on our own shit is difficult and uncomfortable on purpose. So I want you to start small. I want you to start with one question that I asked you today. 
and really dig deeper into it. Spend a good half hour sitting with this question and being honest in your answer. One question. And then let's build from there. You're uncomfortable for a reason. Because you're doing it right. You're uncomfy for a reason. If you can keep replaying that in your head, I hopefully you will find that this pushes you through that experience. It allows you to continue that reflection. My friend, if you made it through these 10 minutes of Emily Fury, I have to tell you, first of all, that I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for sticking with this episode, for accepting the challenge, and really taking on the task of self-reflection. But I also need to tell you that even when I am blunt and honest and a little fiery, I know that after something like this, we need to wind down. We need to wind down and you need that more empathetic, understanding, and soft version of me, right? So if that's you right now and you're feeling like you need a little wind down after today's episode, I again encourage you to go to one of the other 97 episodes of The Kind Mind Project and find the version of this weirdo that can help you wind down. That can help you kind of come back to your baseline daily emotional state. Because when I do something like this, I get a little fired up. I get a little fired up and sometimes that reflective nature needs some empathy afterwards. But I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Even in my fiery, spicy state today, I am proud of you and I love you endlessly. So go implement those questions. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay, but until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.